0: The opinions expressed on this webmaster radio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff management or advertisers of webmaster radio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmaster radio.fm is prohibited.
1: shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you've found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel.
2: Hello, 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 everybody, and I cannot tell you how happy I am to be back at Ecom Experts. I took just a nice little break for the holidays, but I have to tell you, I missed it so very much, and I missed all of you. Um, We're in the chat room, and I'm getting to check in with old friends and new friends alike, and I've just missed you all so much, so thank you so much for joining us. If you're not in our chat room, get on in here. Go to the top of webmasterradio.fm and click on the chat link, because all of our friends are in here and we can catch up and say hello because I've missed everybody so much. And while you're doing that, I have some amazing news to share with you that I hope you'll be as excited about as I am to share the news with you. Um, We have now have a schedule on the calendar for the Next New Life event and it's February 25th to February 27th so mark your calendars right now February 25th to the 27th we will have 30 webinars one weekend and all free all free so go to newlifeevent.com now sign up register make sure you're on there and while you're there check out the on-demand webinars from the last event we had so much fun the last time and we are going to have a ton of fun this time as well. Um, I just reached out to all of our speakers last week and I'm hoping to put together an agenda very, very soon and it's just going to be so much fun. So let's go ahead and get on with our show today. We have a very good friend of ours here today from eMerchant.com. We have known um, eMerchant.com for several, several years. We love them. They are the only people we use for our merchant account processing. We love, Love, love them um, and we just don't use anybody else and that's just the way it is because they help us with excellent advice, they do excellent teaching, they have great fees and they're just a wonderful company to work with. But today they are going to help us with learning more about how credit card processing works, um, where do all these fees come in and all that good stuff. So let's say hello to Marlon. Marlon Harris, how are you sir?
3: I'm really good Shauna. You know Shauna, no one gives better introductions than you.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, you know, I, I, you can't recommend somebody or a company or something unless you've really worked with them. And I think that we've been with eMerchant for a very, 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 very long time.
3: <laughs> yes, four varies.
2: Yes, four varies, if not five. So the first question that we have, and because this is so very important, is, you know, one of the biggest frustrations for any business is their credit card processing fees I mean there's they, some of these fees I've seen people talking about are just absolutely like I, I'm like wow you need to just you got, you guys need to call a merchant because you know they don't even know what they're paying so where do we start when it comes to these fees
3: well you know Shauna you're right and credit card acceptance can be very expensive and at times kind of complicated unless you know what you're doing and as my old motto is always, knowledge is power. So the more you know about the fine details of credit card processing, the better the quality of the decision you can make. So the first place to start to gain really an understanding is to know what you or any merchant or any of our listeners currently have with regard to credit card processing.
2: Okay. So, where do our listeners go to to get the information about their account and the fees that they are being charged? Not what they think they're being charged, but what they are actually being charged.
3: Well, you know, Shauna, every bank or credit card processor sends you a monthly statement. And then in this statement, there, um, uh, before your eyes uh, gloss over, uh, it goes through some details regarding interchange fees, transaction fees, and monthly fees. If these fees are not spelled out directly and clearly for you, you should call your processor. It's not uncommon that banks will leave these rates off the statement, but generally speaking, your, your statement is the first place to start to see what your current rates are.
2: Very, very important. I've seen where some people were told, I'm going to be charged this much um, and thinking they got a really great deal. But as soon as they looked at that statement, they were like, whoa, wait a minute, I'm being charged for this and I'm being charged for that and being charged for that. So I think it's very important for our listeners to understand and remember to look at this, especially as we start off um, the new year, it's very, very important that we, that we really do understand this. And as Kat's closet says, statement is the key hidden fees. Amazing. So let's talk about what kind, um, well, let's talk about more about the statement because it can be very, very confusing, especially when you're looking at all these numbers. Do you have specific tips for when we are looking at the statement?
3: Yeah, the first thing to do, Shauna, is to look at the discount rate, especially now because there are almost always new regulations at the first of the year, and that's a time when banks can change your rates. So the first thing to look at, and it represents the lion's share of your fees or any merchant's fees, is the discount rate, and that's a percentage that is paid on every transaction. Now, on the statement, sometimes that's called a qualified rate, And sometimes it's called a Tier 1 rate. Sometimes there's a mid-qualified rate and often a non-qualified rate. And later on, I'm going to go into each one of these and tell you a little bit more about them. However, um, uh, the bank has full discretion at uh, putting a transaction into a different bucket, if you will. Um, And it creates a case of the fox kind of watching the hen house, if you don't mind Mm -hmm. that uh, uh, phrase.
2: Right. Okay, so what factors affect this rate?
3: Well, so Internet transactions are always seen as more risky than retail transactions to the banks, and that uh, affects the rates. Today, what I'm going to do is only focus on uh, e-commerce transactions. um, And an e-commerce transaction, when it is a a simple retail product, let's take a sporting goods store, so the type of card that is being presented to the merchant affects, affects the rate. So, for example, a debit card simply costs the retailer less than a business-to-business card or a foreign card. And, of course, the amount of volume that you process can certainly affect your rates as well. So what type of product you sell? what type of card is being presented to you, and the volume that you process all affect rates.
2: Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. And so if you're doing more, is this where you're becoming more trustworthy and the banks are starting to trust you a little bit more?
3: Well, if you're a really big merchant, um, there are some built-in discounts, But often, with medium-sized merchants and smaller merchants, it really does has a um, rates. Often are a direct reflection of risk. So, if you um, run a less risky business, the the banks certainly are more willing to uh, give you a better rate.
2: Yeah. Okay. Now we brought up if you're an internet business, it's a little bit more risky, of course, because we can't see that credit card. We don't get to verify signature. We don't get to verify the ID. Um, So what we need to do is um, learn how we can reduce the rate then. So let's go ahead and take a real quick break and learn how we can reduce the rate without actually being able to verify who is that customer that's purchasing from us so don't go anywhere we are learning how to save money on our credit card processing fees especially for the new year we'll be right back you're listening to ecom experts on webmaster radio
1: time to check out our sponsors ecom experts will return after this what is this why is
0: my website not ranking higher sounds like you could use a link building report from seofox.com what's that Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Round-trip plane tickets, $1,100. Four-night hotel stay, $900. Conference passes, $2,000. And to think how far your dollar could go every month by working with WebmasterRadio.fm. On-air and on-demand at some of the most premier trade shows around, we report from booth to booth, session to session, keynote to keynote. That can be sponsored by you. Plus, we throw unforgettable networking functions where your message can be conveyed via audio or video from the ceiling to the floor. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm. Them for a free consultation,
1: how do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple: MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the e experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel.
2: Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Marlon Harris from eMerchant.com, and we are talking about your credit card processing fees and Carla already went and got her statement that she got in the mail today so she can look this over with us. So, let's talk about how a merchant can reduce their rates.
3: Well, Shauna, how you process a transaction will affect the rate and here's how that works. Let's say um, our listener authorizes a transaction on Monday but doesn't ship the item until Friday at which time he captures or settles the transaction. Because there was longer than three days that elapsed, the merchant pays what is known as a downgrade on that transaction, where he may lose as much as 1% on that transaction. Lesson, you need to authorize and capture within a three-day period. Another tip is to always attempt AVS. AVS is address verification. Now, if you don't get an AVS match, that does not affect your credit card fees. However, if you don't attempt AVS um, connection, uh, the transaction will downgrade, and then you're liable again for an additional 1% on that transaction. CVV works the same way. Uh, The merchant may choose not to accept the transaction if the CVV does not match, but you always want to try and input uh, the CVV number. Now, another way to reduce rates is you can always negotiate your rates with your merchant account provider, uh, bank, or credit card processor, whoever you use. Uh, they make a percentage of each transaction, uh, as well as the um, as well as Mastercard Visa. Now, it's just a sliver of that percentage, but merchants that process you know over $2, um, 250000 dollars a month, are definitely can negotiate a better rate than someone who just processes thousand dollars a month. Uh, in these cases, most of the money goes to the cardholder's bank and MasterCard and Visa, but you still have room as a merchant to negotiate your rates and your transaction fees with the, with the bank.
2: Well, you never know until you try, right?
3: Um, well, there are some definite keys to doing it, but you'll never know until you try.
2: All <laughs> oh, right. they can say so, is no. <laughs> absolutely. So are there other rates or fees we should be concerned with?
3: Well, of course, there's always the transaction fees. Uh, MasterCard Visa charged $0.10 cents per every transaction. That's on top of whatever you've already agreed to uh, for a transaction fee. And um, sometimes there are monthly fees. Most banks need to have some sort of flat fee. Um, and they all call them different things. Sometimes it's a service fee, sometimes it's a monthly fee, statement fee, maintenance fee. But at the end of the day, they do have hard costs to cover, and um, uh, so they really do need to collect a monthly fee. Uh, the merchant needs to just make it as low as they possibly can. Right. There are also okay. interchange fees, and maybe it's it's important that any merchant uh, who uh, has quite a bit of credit card processing understand uh, interchange. These are the fees that are regulated by Mastercard and Visa, and um, they do represent the lion's share of the cost. These are the fees that are collected by the um, uh, merchant bank and then are paid to the cardholder's bank on every transaction. Um, and this is public information. And before we end, I'll tell you where to get that information. But uh, these are all fees that uh, are represent the true cost of credit card processing. And then lastly, uh, one of the new things that you see uh, popping up more and more today are PCI compliance fees. Uh, This is a common fee that represents the risk associated with security breaches. Uh, It is passed on by some banks as an annual fee. However, it is the merchant's responsibility to become PCI compliant.
2: Which is a whole other issue on itself. (laughs)
3: Which is a whole other issue. You're right. I mean,
2: you bring up PCI compliance and the fees associated, but, um, you know, I mean, we could have an entire show on what it means to be PCI compliant and all the details involved with that. But what do our listeners mainly need to know about being PCI compliant?
3: Well, Shauna, you're right. We could spend, it's a whole show by itself on PCI compliance. So I'm going to touch on just maybe the cost because, you know, our topic today is saving money. Um, and, and it is the retailer's responsibility to become compliant. And as a Internet merchant, it's a little bit more complicated. Um, you need to have your site scanned. And there are services that offer uh, these scans that are legitimate and really not that inexpensive. And I'm going to name three uh, different companies. Uh, all are good companies, but there's Control Scan, Trust Wave, and Compliance Guard. Each one has their own program that ranges between $15 a month or flat fees as high as $249 a year. The banks, more and more banks, are requiring uh, compliance um as a as part of their service the their compliance is somewhat different than the than the pCI compliance because PCI means uh, that you may only need to do a, a self assessment questionnaire, but the bank still may charge you for it.
2: Mm. okay. um can you do the names of those companies once again for our listeners?
3: Sure uh these are companies that are uh, approved by the PCI Compliance Security Council that was formed by MasterCard, Visa, American Express, and Discover. And these are just three that I've happened to work with that are um, competent, legitimate, reliable companies. ControlScan, TrustWave, and ComplianceGuard.
2: Great. And while we're on there here about um, PCI compliance, Cat's Closet has a question about tokenization as opposed to lower PCI compliance issues. Do you have any comments on that?
3: Um, Tokenization is um, a function of a gateway, and it is uh, definitely for your gateway partner. Um, important for your gateway partner to be PCI compliant. And, And frankly, I really don't know of any gateway today that's not PCI compliant. And what they do is they simply don't reveal the credit card number. They create a token that represents the credit card number as they communicate that data across their network. And so your gateway partner absolutely must be PCI compliant by using this method called tokenization. And that was a
2: great question. Mm, wonderful. Isn't she great? She's the best. All right, so now you mentioned interchange fees, and are those direct fees from MasterCard and Visa?
3: Yeah, interchange fees. Like I said, is the amount of money that's charged by Mastercard and Visa that's collected by your merch or the merchant's merchant bank, and then it's paid back to uh, the issuing bank. And this represents the true cost of credit card processing. And for uh, retailers, it's important that they know what the true cost is because this will help them in their negotiations. And let me just give you a couple examples of this. Um, for example, on a debit card, the real, real cost of a debit card transaction is only one point. 6% but you'll see it really high rates out there associated with it and the merchants just need to know that now no one's going to be able to get 1.6% but everyone knows the cost having that information is a very powerful weapon whenever you uh, negotiate with uh, your credit card processor regular credit card transactions 1.8% rewards cards 2% so um, Great information in how you negotiate and how you use that as a tool to um, beat on the uh, your credit card processor.
2: <laughs> Great information to have, but what, do you have other tips we can use when negotiating rates with our processor?
3: You know, uh, Shauna, risk is what it's all about for your processor. Um, for them, um, merchants do uh, go into business. Sell a bunch of items, don't ship anything, and then go away, and that's a risk that is um, uh, associated with the merchant uh, with the merchant bank in an environment where their margin is very small. So the lower that you present your the lower risk lowest risk you can present your products to the merchant bank makes them more willing to lower their rates because they're mostly concerned with chargeback and excessive returns and customer complaints. And yeah, they do want volume. Um, the healthier you can show your projections in the future, uh, does uh, make you uh, look more attractive in their eyes.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, and, you know, at the, and d- at
3: the end of the day, you, you can't also forget as you look at as you negotiate with them. You, you have to look at online reputation of the of your processor and uh, service, and are you getting some of the things that you need and are they are are they hiding fees, or did they tell you everything up front
2: right yeah, that's very important too now here's another thing though, but is there a difference between using like a home bank like you know we have like a a little home bank called First Source or a merchant account provider or a credit card processor? Because I would think there might be a difference within that.
3: You know, that's a very intuitive question because, you know, sometimes we use it interchangeably that a merchant account provider and a credit card processor are the same, and they really aren't. A credit card uh, processor uh, represents their own risk, Uh, they're like a mini-bank, And um, the disadvantage is they really represent their own concerns with regard to risk, but if you provide a risk-free model to them, they can be very flexible. A merchant Mm -hmm. account provider represents multiple banks and can leverage one bank over another to get the best rate. Um, But, you know, Shauna, I think too many people fall in love with the notion of the big bank, and they end up paying through the nose for a feeling of security, but they really don't get anything tangible in return. Mm-hmm. And if, if anyone takes anything from this, this uh, p- uh, segment, uh, take this. Don't do business with whoever bank holds your deposits because then they control both your credit card processing funds and your deposit funds and just don't want to give any one bank that much power. So um, as a good tip, always separate whoever your deposit bank is with your credit card processing bank.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's take a real quick second break here, um, and then we're going to come back and discuss a little bit more about an evaluation of your statement and where you should go to get that. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to ecom experts on webmasterradio.fm.
1: Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this.
0: Our clients have earned over one billion dollars. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately, no contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. From domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm with the internet marketing channel. Our ad campaigns are fully integrated with multiple avenues of exposure from slick, effective 30-second commercials to detailed, informative 30-minute town hall meetings. Expose your products and services to listeners and podcasters of not just shows like Market Edge and Domain Masters, but anyone looking for ways to market their business with your product. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm to find out more.
2: Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy
0: hour. You're already done for the day?
2: Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org.
0: Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features?
2: Easy. With certified knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files.
1: Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the e experts. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Well, I don't know about
2: you, but I am learning lots today, and I hope you are too. And we're here with Marlon Harris with eMerchant.com. All right, so we talked about the differences, um, you know, between the merchant account and credit card processor. What are your views on third-party payment methods?
3: Uh, Well, Shauna, rule number one, I think, of any website is make it easy for the customer to pay. So we are a believer that um, that uh, options are great for the customer. So they definitely should offer PayPal and Google Checkout and eCheck and Green Dot and Mastercard and Visa and everything that they can. China Union Pay, which is a uh, a new credit card that's out there that's uh, being offered through Discover. Um, The mistake that many uh, some merchants make is they believe that all they need is. PayPal, or all they need is Google Checkout. And um, I think that the world today wants choice, and um, uh, they need a merchant account and PayPal and Google Mm -hmm. Checkout and eCheck.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Never give your customers a reason not to purchase from you. And not having those is definitely one way to give them a reason not to purchase from you. So great advice there. I love that. So if any of our listeners are wanting an evaluation of their statement, and exactly, you know, what they're being charged for, what should they do?
3: Well, you know, any any merchant account provider worth their salt will uh, offer you an evaluation of their statement, whether it is your current processor or um, a different one. Uh, most will offer a free evaluation of your statement. Many will offer a some kind of guarantee that they'll be able to lower the rate. The only thing that the merchant has to do is verify that they are outside of any early termination fee with their existing processor. And if they are... Uh, it's a wide open world out there, and uh, we recommend to everyone that every 18 months that they have their uh, statements evaluated, and they go back out into the marketplace and find out um, who's got the best deal today, because it does change from month to month on who's got the best rates, and um, so definitely take advantage of the free evaluation that all uh, merchant account providers offer.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I know we've sent many customers to you guys and said, have them evaluate your statement and make sure that they do it and just have them look at it because they're going to tell you what's really going on with your statement. And that's always been absolutely wonderful. So let's say that you find out that, you know, this is a question that we get quite often and one that I really wanted to talk to you about is, is it very difficult when you, let's say, you want to switch to a different processor um, because you're finding that you do get a better rate from them?
3: So generally speaking, it is very easy. And when mm-hmm. I say very easy, just some paperwork and, and uh, 72 hours later, you are processing with uh, with someone else at lower rates and and taking the savings and taking your... Wife out to uh, eat. Um, however, there are a few considerations when it comes to the gateway, uh, mm-hmm. because you may have to switch the gateway, which uh, may mean some integration questions. Uh, and some merchants, merchant account providers, may not make you change the gateway. So it's it's something that has to be looked at carefully. And generally speaking, it is a very easy process uh, to do. And uh, no matter what, your money is always secure, and um, it, sometimes uh, people feel uncomfortable. But um, if you can save yourself uh, 20 30% a month on your credit card processing fees, uh, that makes those uneasy feelings go away pretty fast.
2: Absolutely We have uh, We've seen people That have a Humongous uh, Discount Just by giving You guys a call Which is why We always love it When our customers Come back and go Wow that saved me A lot of money We're like Yeah we told you But that's what we love Right I so appreciate you being here with us tonight. Very, very much so. And I know that you guys do offer to look at statements. So if any of you are looking to have your statement explained or you want it looked over or you just want to have help with that, get in touch with eMerchant. They are absolutely phenomenal. We love them. We've loved them for a long, long time. Um, and tell you know, tell them you heard Marlon on the radio show, and they'll take good care of you guys. Um, they just are excellent, excellent people to work with, um, phenomenal folks, and you'll love talking with them. They're just, they'll take wonderful care of you. Marlon, thank you so much for helping us to understand what's on our statement.
3: Well, Shana, thank you so much.
2: All right. Thank you, everybody, for being with us tonight. I surely did miss you during the three weeks we were off, and we will not have more time off. We are with you now, and we are going to have lots of fun and learning the year ahead. So don't forget to go sign up for newlifeevent.com, and I will see you next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for another edition of Ecom Experts. Bye, everybody.